Oh, welcome back again today. We are still uh, talking about what life brings about in the day today, but much more importantly, referring to the Bible. And our topic today is what does the Bible say about social justice? Yeah, when you hear the term social justice, what emotion do you feel? For some people, the term evokes thoughts of justice. For them personally or for their community, other people hear the social side of the term and equate it with the social action by a government or advocacy group. This has resulted in a great confusion over the biblical view of social justice. The biblical view is that Christians should aim to make society more just. How we do it so is a different question. I believe it is Christians' responsibility to make our world more just for two reasons. First, I have seen firsthand the injustices in our world through my field research. Most of the issues surrounding extreme poverty are preventable or fixable. Such as, for example, people are having access to clean water, a stable food supply, shelter, and sustainable jobs. That fits the definition of an injustice, a preventable problem that exists because of societal or global empathy or corruption. Second, as a biblical researcher, I am convinced that belief in the gospel of Jesus requires action. Now, let's talk about this. First of all, justice is central to Jesus' gospel. Listen carefully. Near the beginning of Jesus' ministry, he enters a synagogue in Nazareth and reads from the prophet Isaiah. He concludes by saying, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your healing. Go look in Luke chapter 4, verses 21. This is what Jesus said he fulfilled. Yeah? When we go still in Luke chapter 4, verses 18, it goes on to say, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor he has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to let oppressed go free to proclaim the year of the lord's favor listen to those words jesus says he came to bring good news to the poor proclaim release to the captives Recover of sight to the blind, to let the oppressed go free. It's that's not if that's not a cry of justice. I don't know what is it. You know the Greek word used in Luke chapter four verse eighteen for bring good news is eugrazio, which is the verb 
I mean, which is the verbal form of the word usually translated as gospel. A Ungrarian, this means we could translate this passage as Jesus saying, Because he, the Lord, has anointed me to bring gospel to the poor. Yeah, Jesus defines gospel as having a social component. It means the impoverished being lifted up, the captive to the society's wrongful norms being released, the physically hurting finding healing, and the spiritually or physically oppressed finding freedom. So sweet justice is central to Jesus' gospel. Secondly, social justice is central to the prophets. Yeah, Jesus is literally reading the prophets Isaiah in Luke chapter 4 verse 18 to 19. Jesus' ministry was defined by the voice of Israel's prophets and that voice pointed to a need for societal, uh, societal level justice and for individuals to live justly, I mean, to live rightly. For Israel's prophets, belief in God and social justice was inseparable. Consider these three examples. Yeah, one is in Isaiah chapter one sixteen. Wash me, make yourselves clean. Yeah, get it clearly. Wash, make yourselves clean. Remove the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Since to the evil, learn to do good, seek justice. Rescue the oppressed. L- Listen that. Rescue the oppressed. Defend the orphan. Plead to the widow. My brothers, listen to Isaiah 1, chapter 1, verse 16. Wash, make yourselves clean. Remove the evil of your doings from before my eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Rescue the oppressed. Oh my God. Rescue the oppressed. Defend the orphan. Plead the widow. And listen to Jeremiah. We are talking about the prophets. How social justice was read to them. Jeremiah chapter 2, 22, verses 3. Thus says Yahweh, act with justice and righteousness and deliver the one who has been seized from the hand of the oppressor. <laughs> I love this. Thus says Yahweh, act with justice and righteousness and deliver the one who has been seized from the hand of the oppressor. And you must not oppress or treat violently that immigrant, the orphan, and the widow. And you must not shed innocent blood in this place. Open your Bible, brethren. Read chapter 22, that is Jeremiah, verses 3. Thirdly, remove, this is Amos. Listen how the prophets have been actually revealed to the social justice way. That is Amos chapter 5 verses 23. We are talking about social justice, how it has been revealed in the Bible. 
Remove from me the noise of your songs, and I do not want to hear the melody of your harps. But let justice roll on like the water and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Yeah. You've heard. The gospel has not begun in Jesus' regime. You see it coming right from the prophets. The common Hebrew word for justice which is used in these three passages is misfat and common is the right word for it the theme of justice misfat surfaces over and over again in the old testament dominating the bible as one of its most major themes the term misfat is related to the idea of righteousness as it is used in parable for example of, of abraham god says i've chosen him that he may charge his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice so the Lord may bring about Abraham what he has promised him yeah you've heard about these words in Genesis chapter 18 verses uh, 19 there in the biblical view to live rightly as one of God's people is to live justly Abraham was called to judge his children and his household after him. Righteousness and justice. This is the way of the Lord to live in Yahweh's way, is to live as a person who evokes and teaches justice. Yeah? And the other thing is social justice is central to the a bent out yeah i don't know how you guys pronounce here pronounce that word but this is how i'm going to explain it just as abraham was called to social justice god asked abraham's descendants the people of israel to treat everyone in their midst in a just manner israel's role i mean israel's role exodus Leviticus, numbers and deuteronomy contains passages like this one yeah you shall not commit injustice in regulation in measurement <coughs> in weight or volume <laughs> you you listen very carefully you you know some people today i, I really love you're seeking justice but you're, you you yourself you're creating injustice listen how the laws of israel were in uh, those books of Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. You shall not commit injustice in regulation, in measurement, in weight, or volume. You must have honest balances, honest weights. I am Yahweh, your God, who brought you out from the land of Egypt. Yeah? Go read Leviticus chapter 19 verses 35 and compare it with Deuteronomy chapter 25 verses 13 to 16 yeah those are the ones you shall not commit injustice in regulation in measurement in weight or volume 
you must have honest balances honest weights i am yahweh your god who brought you out of the land of egypt to be the people of god meant to practice justice a just system was required for all people aside from their ethnic origin or social justice we see this to be the case in passages like this yeah like when you go and read an uh, exodus chapter 22 verses 21 uh, you will find like you will not mistreat an alien and you will not oppress him because you were aliens in the land of egypt how many of you actually know where you came from you're treating your fellow people here as if they are not human beings you also claim for justice you are practicing injustice to your fellow people human beings but you also claim to be a christian and then say you want justice you want to be treated fairly but you don't want to treat other people the way you want them to treat you and when an alien dwells with you in your land you shall not oppress him the alien who is dwelling with you shall be like a native among you and you shall love him like yourself because you were aliens in the land of Egypt i am yahweh your god <laughs> i love this leviticus yeah healing how god is commanding how yahweh is telling his people how he is telling his nation a christian nation how to you know you but today you are in a, a christian church and the injustices are just from the churches yeah you treat other people as if they are not supposed to be you know because somebody comes maybe from another church you find him being treated unfairly just because of that but christians are not supposed to do like that These two laws are specifically meant to protect refugees and immigrants to Israel. Thus, it was not only Israelis who were protected by God's system of injustice. It was also outsiders. How should the outsider be treated? Love him like yourself. Justice in the Bible means justice for all. Yeah? I want justice to prevail in a Christian community yeah the fourth the fourth way how justice is should be because why should we have justice yeah even in the early church social justice was practiced you see how i'll explain the early church viewed its ministry as a continuation of god's intent for israel in light of jesus the savior had come in the form of god is incarnate as jesus and now they had to live christ's values empowered by the holy spirit this is what the early church did they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and fellowship to the breaking of the bread and the prayers how came upon everyone because many wonders and signs were being done by the apostles all who believed were together and had all things in common they would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all as any hand need 
day by day. Of course, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. But today, when you go to Christian churches, uh, the one who was saved <laughs> are the ones coming in with, you know, money is brushing it. But the early churches, how did they do? After, after Jesus, you know, how was social justice? You know, this is now when I look at what is taking place today in the churches, this is no social justice because the, you find a pastor or a, a, a minister of church really driving a Porsche car, sleeping in a big mansion, yet the followers are not even having something to eat. Is it social justice? Yeah, I am telling you, these disciples or apostles eat and every day they spend much time together in the temple. They broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having goodwill. The early church members believed so much in the gospel of Jesus that they would sell their possessions and goods and dispute the proceeds to all as any had, I mean, as any had need. If you had a need in the early church, it was met in a smart and efficient manner. Yeah. But today, those with the need are the one adding to the pastors and the church ministers. <laughs> you see, that, that system was created and then modified to be just. For example, when you read in Acts chapter 6 verses 1 to 7 says that when Greek-speaking widows were not being cared for as well as Hebrews or Aramaic-speaking widows, a new system was put in place. This new system involved the appointment of deacons, each of whom had Greek names. Yeah? Not only was justice restored in the terms of food distribution, but the minority group was now represented in leadership. This effort toward full equality and justice for all was practiced throughout the global church. For example, Paul, uh, the apostle, said to the Galatian church, There is no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male and female. For all of you are one in Jesus Christ. Have you not heard about that? Our apostle Paul talked about this. Paul then practiced this belief by using his power to empower other people. While imprisoned, Paul uses the last bit of his power and influence to tell a wealthy man named Philemon um, to receive his runaway dead slave as no longer a slave but more than a slave. A beloved brother in Jesus, the gospel leans towards social justice. God's people are meant to use this power to break down social barriers. I, I want to tell you, social justice is a distinguishing factor of being Christian. What would happen if the global church was to emulate the type of self-sacrificial love practiced by the early church? What if we varied a gospel that involved belief and action? 
that's what Jesus uh, Jesus's gospel is imagine what the world would think of Christianity if the first thing people saw was self-sacrificial love yeah the currents of love matters far more than the currencies of the world Jesus even goes so far as to say that when he returns that he will distinguish his followers from those who do not know him by how they treated the improvised marginalized outsiders captives and outcasts on the day of judgment when ultimate justice comes to the whole world Jesus will say yeah Jesus will say come you that are blessed by my father inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world for i was hungry and you gave me food i was thirsty and you gave me something to drink i was stranger and you welcomed me i was naked and you gave me clothing i was sick and you took care of me i was in prison and you visited me oh my god <laughs> one may then ask jesus lord when was it that when uh, we saw you hungry and gave you food or thirsty and gave you something to drink and when was it that we saw you a stranger welcomed you or naked and gave you clothing and when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you Jesus says he will reply truly i tell you just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family you did it to me go see matthew chapter 25 verse 3146 as you do for the least of these those whom society lists values you do for jesus my brothers and sisters christians out there social justice this is how social justice should be done it's not about you you a christian brotherly It's not about how you're going to live. It doesn't matter you eating food and somebody there out is not eating. You are drinking and somebody out there is just dying of thirst. Oh my god. That is injustice. Truly I tell you just as you did to me of the list of these who are members of my family you did it to me Matthew 25 to 46 thank you guys for listening thank you very much once you listen please kindly share this audios share them let the christian church come back come back to the word of god this is what we want let's not go astray let them come back to the word thank you very much bruno chams again is my name thank you for listening may god bless you